Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages and person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day. Good morning, Lori Fletcher here. Today I am doing part two of From the Heart of a Mother. The last podcast that I recorded was more than a week ago. Uh, Unfortunately, my littlest one got sick and I am a little behind. But um, as I was praying for you, the listener, and I was praying over uh, what the Lord wanted to say, uh, I felt like there needed to be a part two uh, on mothering and parenting. And there will probably be a part three as well. Um, But I'm going to start right now by praying over you, the one who's listening the one who clicked on this episode. Thank you, Father. We just invite you into this time. We invite you in to the heart of the listener. We invite you to speak to their mind and to their heart and to whatever area that they are seeking your wholeness in right now. Lord, we pray over the parents those who are raising up our next generation, those who might be having a hard time in the season of parenting, or those who are having a beautiful time and just want to hear encouragement about loving this season. In Jesus' name, amen. So I will, again, try to keep this around 10 or 15 minutes, and there is going to be a part three because I just don't think there's a way to talk to you about everything that the Lord has talked to me about in the subject of parenting and being a mom. So I'm a mom of four, um, ages 13 is my oldest, and my youngest is eight months, so just know I do still have a little ways to go here, um, but I've also come a long way. Um, I'm going to start you out with Proverbs 22 and 6. Proverbs 22 and 6 tells us, train up a child in the way that they should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I love this verse. I originally heard this verse um, in my early, early Christian days, and I think I was taught that this verse meant train them up as a Christian, and when they are old, they will not depart from being a Christian. And I do think there might be some truth to that. If you, It's difficult to be trained up knowing the Lord and, and you know, grow up to ignore that the Lord exists. Um, However, uh, on closer examination and to the heart of a mother, my own uh, mentors have taught me that this verse actually is a little deeper than that. 
Um, so the Lord, I feel like in my relationship with the Lord, he's always concerned about who I am and therefore he's concerned about who you are and therefore he's concerned about who your children are and they were not given to you by chance or by accident. They were given to you because you were uniquely sanctioned, if that's the right word, to pick out who it is that God has meant for them to be and train them up in those ways so that they know who they are in Christ. And if you know who you are in Christ, you will grow up not being able to depart from that. Uh, I, I didn't... I didn't grow up in a Christian home, but in my adult life, the more I figure out about who I am in the Lord and who he's made me to be, my strengths and my weaknesses, my gifts and my talents and the way that um, he has made me to be, there's something so genuine and authentic in that. I, I truly can't separate any other part of my life from who he's made me to be. And I feel like that's our responsibility as parents in this verse is to pray over our children, understand who they are, know their strengths and their weaknesses, and call out the unique giftings in them that we see the Lord has given them and help mold and train them up in those ways. So I'm going to go on and, and uh, everything else that I'm going to say in this podcast kind of rests on the verse Proverbs 22 and 6. So raising kids intentionally is such a courageous act in today's world. Um, If you add that intentional raising to them, meaning you're all in, you're paying attention, you're praying over your children, you're spending time with your children, you're getting prophetic words over your children, you're... um, spending time talking with your children, even at five years old, I have a five-year-old and I, even with him, you know, I spend time listening to what he says, his dreams and his likes and his dislikes and, and allowing the Lord to show me who he is. Um, add to your intentional parenting, a little bit of compassion. Well, a lot of bit of compassion, uh, wisdom and discipline And it almost feels impossible against the frame of today's society uh, to raise them this way. But I believe that this is the way the Lord has called us to parent. Last week, I talked about the heart of a mother through a poem that bared some of the many different emotions that I believe most mothers feel. And I felt like there just needed to be this part too. Um... Today, I'll talk about some practical things that act as the framework in our home when it comes to parenting. So yes, there's a ton of emotions involved, but we're going to talk about the practical things of raising up a child in the way that they should go and their unique giftings and their unique callings. Whether you're killing it as a parent or struggling through it, we're just going to talk about the practical things. So the first thing I want you to assess is how do you feel about your children? Of course you love them, but do you like them? 
do you really like them? It would be unrealistic to assume that anyone could answer this question with a resounding yes at all times, every day and every second of every day. But in very general terms, you need to know that it is absolutely possible to develop a relationship with your kids as you raise them, where the answer to this question will will be an absolute yes. I like my children. I like who they are. And that relationship, a lot of that relationship has to do with discipline. Proverbs 3 and 12 says, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines these that he loves as a father that the son delights in. So it's odd to think about that, but discipline and delighting in your children are actually tied together. So let's talk about discipline. Discipline is one of the tent poles in everyday in the parenting of everyday and having wholeness in your parenting. When it comes from this place that you see in Proverbs 3 and 12, when it comes from the place of honoring and delighting in your children, discipline feels and comes out differently. This verse is a cornerstone. My husband and I have a rule. We never discipline out of anger. And if we are angry about a situation, we let our kid at that moment know, hey, I'm angry about this. And when we calm down, we will talk about the consequences. And we take a minute until we aren't angry anymore. And then we discipline from that place. When Once we come back to that place of delighting, loving, and honoring our children, we come back to that place of this is where the discipline needs to come from, but not from a place of, of anger. Even for our young ones, even if they don't understand us saying, hey, I'm angry about this, <laughs> we still just give it a minute. It's, it's up to me to assess my emotions. And if I'm angry with my toddler, it's still a rule to not discipline from that anger, but to discipline from delight. This can look a lot of different ways in your home, but the general tentpole will foster love and respect between you and your child, as well as grow you as the parent. Mostly because disciplining from a place of honoring and loving your children, for me at least, it requires a ridiculous amount of dependence on the Lord. Because there are absolutely times I don't even know what the discipline needs to look like. And I have to ask him, what does discipline look like in this situation for this child? And he's so faithful to tell me. And he's going to be so faithful to tell you. Um, my second point is uh, something that we grow in every day here too. And um, so our second temple goes back to that original verse that I mentioned in the beginning of training your child up in the way they should go. I, I opened up with that verse and I'm going to come back to it now. And then um, I'm going to close this one out and there's going to be a part three, but in the way they should go. So what does that look like? when you're paying attention to 
the beauty of, of your child. It's a favorite tent pole for me for many reasons, but mostly because it's a constant reminder to me that my child is not me. Their makeup is completely different and therefore I must learn, lean in, learn and lean in constantly into what God is telling me about my child and who they are and what they need. Now, of course, as my pastor in Thomasville often talks about, there are house rules. You know, the house rules are... So, of course, there are rules that all the children have to follow. But then, but then there are different consequences for different behaviors for different children um, as we raise them up and we get to the heart of like their motives of what caused them to behave that way and what's the appropriate consequence for that child. Um, I have, this is kind of a fun process for me and um, I want to talk to you, uh, I want to give you an example of training your child up in a way that they should go. Uh, so probably one of my greatest challenges um, in this has been my firstborn, a daughter. And for whatever reason, and I don't know if this is going to speak to you or not, but for whatever reason, it was very difficult for me um, to begin to understand that she really wasn't like me at all. Like, if anything, uh, she is almost in every way opposite me. And um, I had a hard time with that. Like I grew up an extrovert and I was always outside playing. And by 11 years old, I knew that I was an athlete and wanted to be one. Um, and my daughter is the opposite of that. She, I shoved her into every sport I could uh, from a young age <clears throat> to try to figure out what sport she was going to excel in because of course she was going to excel in a sport, right? Um, I put her in dance. I put her in martial arts. I put her in gymnastics. I put her in, um, I think we tried volleyball for a bit. She even did a month, um, on a junior league football team. Anyway. Um, and as time went on, um, and everything just kind of wasn't working out. She she finally just came to me at the age of 12 last year. And she just said, Mom, I just really don't enjoy sports at all. I just really don't. Please don't put me in anything and don't waste any more of your money. <laughs> and it was um, it was actually a freeing moment for me to to let go and understand this wasn't her thing and i couldn't keep forcing her into something that just wasn't her uh in in retrospect i'll say my daughter has an artistic and creative mind that i could only dream about i that i don't have um her room and walls are just full of pictures and paintings that she's done on her own and she's self-taught herself how to sketch and I mean she just has the most beautiful creative mind and so we're 
now leaning into that and reassessing our educational goals and reassessing what direction we're going in um, for her junior high and high school years to meet that part of her, of who she is. Um, so that's just an example. She's also incredibly compassionate. So when I can, I give her opportunities to serve and to love on people because that's that's something that lights a fire in her as well. Um, and that's just one example. So I implore you to lean into who your child is and what sets them on fire and what their strengths and their weaknesses are. Um, and then ask the Lord and invite him into that process of how do you encourage that? How do you help build that in them? What are the words that you can speak over your child and over that thing that is their strength that builds them up in that and builds up the confidence in who God has made them to be? So this has been Lori Fletcher. This is part two from the heart of a mother. And next week I'll be recording part three, uh, continuing practical parenting tips for raising uh, our children, our kingdom children in in the world that we live in today. This has been Lori Fletcher with Everyday Wholeness, closing out and imparting on you growth, hope, and healing. If you'd like to support this podcast, there's a chance to do so in the app.